Hey folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio, and this is A Weekly Word. I'm glad you're with me. Uh, over the next few weeks, I want to spend some time with you taking a look at and thinking about some, some hymns that we sing. And part of the reason for that is we have entered into a season of the church year called Advent. Uh, Advent is a time of anticipation, it's a time of waiting, and it focuses on the idea that the people of Israel waited for the Messiah to come, and that came to its fulfillment when Jesus was born uh, in a stable in Bethlehem. It was laid in a manger, and we know that story. Um, but we also, as Christians, continue to wait for Jesus to come. We, we wait for him to come again. And, and so that's part of our life, this anticipation and this, this waiting. And I, I often find that, that people don't want to deal with Advent, but they want to get right into, uh, into Christmas. And you know, I think probably the greatest example for that in terms of our culture uh, is a drugstore right down the road from my house. If you go in there on uh, October 31st, it's, it's Halloween. And there's Halloween candy everywhere. But by November 1, it's all Christmas. All the Halloween candy is gone. Uh, there are now chocolate Santa Clauses, and there's uh, tinsel and pine uh, branch-themed decorations all over the place. And, and it's amazing. You know, it, it's not even December yet. It hasn't even been Thanksgiving yet. And all of a sudden, everything is Christmas. And there are radio stations around us that immediately uh, switch to Christmas music. Uh, very early in November, uh, and I'm not complaining that they're uh, switching to Christmas music. There's a lot of very fun Christmas music out there. But it also strikes me uh, that the Christmas music that is played all of this time uh, between Halloween and actually Christmas Day has very little to do with the actual story of Christmas. And a lot of the songs that fill our ears and fill our minds uh, have little to do with the, the real significance of Christmas. And again, don't hear what I'm not saying. You know, culturally, there's a lot of lovely stuff, uh, wonderful songs about the sentiment uh, about how our culture celebrates Christmas. But as Christians, we recognize that there's something much deeper and more important that's going on here that makes the other stuff possible. And that is that God is reconciling us to himself in Christ. Uh, that God has entered into the world to, to save us and to redeem us. And so part of what I'm trying to say is that lyrics matter. You know, what we, what we sing about and what we talk about, uh, the, the, these things are important. Uh, and some of the songs that we have for Advent and for Christmas, uh, they really proclaim the important message of what does it mean that Christ was born uh, to be our Savior. Now, please don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying don't sing Jingle Bells. I'm not saying, you know, don't sing White Christmas. I love White Christmas. Um, but I, when we think about what is Christmas really about, it's important for us to sing these hymns uh, 
and to sing these songs that proclaim Jesus and to have these things in our head and in our hearts. And part of the reason for that is that hymns actually preach and they actually teach. Music is an incredible tool to ingrain things in our mind and put them in our hearts. Um, I sometimes wonder how it is that I can remember songs uh, that I heard on the radio when I was in high school. And the moment that I hear them, even now, you know, so many years later, I, I can sing them just like it was yesterday. And it, it is at least in part because music is such a powerful tool and it, it ingrains this message in our heads and in our hearts. And so it's worth thinking about what are we putting in our minds? What are we putting in our hearts? How can we use these beautiful songs to put Jesus in our heads and in our hearts and even in our mouths? And frankly, that's, that's why sometimes we're so fussy about what we sing in church. You know, why, why do we spend so much time thinking about what songs we sing? It's because we wanna make sure that they're proclaiming Christ and proclaiming his salvation. Now, I've talked about the lectionary before this, system of readings that we follow, and how very early on uh, there was a time of the church year where uh, people would read scripture lessons read around um, Jesus' crucifixion and his resurrection. The very next thing that they focused on was on Christmas, focused on his birth. And a lot of early hymns dealt with Jesus' incarnation. They dealt with Christmas because there's a lot of controversy about Jesus. You know, a lot of questions that people ask about who he is, what's he about? You know, a lot of the early questions dealt with things like, is he God? Is he human? If he's God and if he is human, in what proportions? Where did he get his deity? How did he get his humanity? And one of the very early hymns that deals with these themes is a hymn called Savior of the Nations Come. Savior of the Nations Come was probably written uh, by Ambrose of Milan, who lived bet between 340 and 397 AD. So this is, this is a long time ago. And he was combating a heresy called Arianism, which is not the same type of Arian as the Nazis. It's a different thing, okay? Um, but Arianism denied that Jesus was God. And so he would write treatises about this, but he also wrote this hymn about Jesus as the savior of the nations who has come, God in human flesh. And this beautiful hymn was translated from Latin into German by Martin Luther. So this hymn takes a special place uh, among us who are Lutherans. Um, and it's been translated from German into English by multiple translators. And even the, uh, the translation we have in our hymnal today, um, there are at least three translators listed uh, for the different verses. Uh, but this hymn has very important teachings. It talks about the virgin birth. It talks about salvation for the nations. It talks about the incarnation, how the Holy Spirit brought Jesus into the Virgin Mary and she conceived. And it doesn't try to explain these things. It tries to confess them and say, this is what's going on. This is what God is doing. Uh, this hymn confesses that Jesus is the Lord of all. It speaks of the Trinity. And it deals with Jesus' death, 
and resurrection and his ascension. Those are all themes that are in this hymn. And what I really appreciate about this hymn and a lot of these hymns is that they're not just pure doctrine. Pure doctrine is great. Don't get me wrong. I've read a lot of pure doctrine that is difficult and boring and it will put you to sleep. However, this is pure doctrine that is beautifully confessed. It's arranged in a very memorable, uh, beautiful, singable manner so it sticks and it carries. And it's, it's a blessed and beautiful way to preach Christ. Because remember, as it says in Romans 10, verse 10, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. And that's what we're trying to do with these hymns is we're proclaiming this word. So I'd like for you to listen to this hymn. Uh, if you are on the, the, the blog page, it's, there's a link that's there that you can actually listen to it on YouTube. Um, you can also read the lyrics there, printed there uh, on that page as well. Uh, and if you have a hymnal, you could probably look it up, and I would not at all be surprised if it's there. So please, take a look. Savior of the nations, come. Thanks for taking some time for being with me, thinking about why lyrics matter. We're going to do some more of these um, and maybe dig a little bit more into those lyrics themselves, but think about what are we putting into our ears, into our hearts, into our heads, into our mouths in order to confess Christ as we prepare for Christmas. Thank you for again for being with me, and if this has been a blessing for you, if this has been helpful to you, please like it, share it, help other people to find it. And thanks again. God's blessings. Mm-hmm.